I poke the head jokes. Well, welcome back um to episode five, six, five, six, uh, five, right? Um, yeah. Um, Dark side thoughts. Uh, we had a very interesting one this week. Um, we are joined again. All the gang is here. Um, we got Tevin, we got um yeah. Lil E Langston, and yeah. myself and Cooler. Um, yeah. so. You see how he went right through it because I think it's because he had he took those twenty minutes to prepare for the little E Langston joke, but whatever it is, what it is. <laughs> I'm glad he powered through it, but um, but now we're here to talk about a very very fucking interesting episode, um, which was probably besides the uh, Benoit one was probably my favorite episode of the of the bunch so far. Um, you mean the the Benoit two? Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, this was about uh, Eric Schultz, right? Um, David. David, David Schultz. Where the fuck did I get Eric from? I don't remember. I probably just said whatever. Um, that that episode was crazy. It was nuts, and it like it's fucked up. Just to summarize it quickly, it's fucked up for somebody getting in trouble for something that they were told to do, but it wasn't on paper, so they couldn't like <laughs> cover their own ass. Yeah. And that's ba- basically what it comes down to: you not being able to cover your own ass after your boss tells you to do something, and. Um, is that Vince shit? That's just that Vince. is Vince shit. It's Vince shit. Of course, it's Vince shit. That's um, my guy. That's my guy. That might become a term. your guy. <laughs> what happened? That might become a term now. Vincing. Vince shit or Vincing. Yeah. yeah. It's Vince shit or... So, like, and you could apply it to anything. You're walking around, you see some shit, you're like, that's some Vince shit right there. You just keep walking. Like, so... We might have just coined the term here. So, like, if we hear that shit outside in other, like, um, podcasts or, like, at other, like, you know... Well, we got that's some bitch shit. That's that's ours. So we we should probably trademark that shit off the bat. Anyways, um, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but not um, it it was a really good episode. Like the insightfulness. Like I always like the last couple episodes I've said insightfulness, but this one for real. Like in terms of like how kayfabe was portrayed back in the eighties, um, was something that you know a lot of people wouldn't understand now certain people didn't um understand that there was people thought that this shit was real and other people knew that it wasn't real but like they worked really hard to protect the kayfabe up until um a certain point up until vince decided fuck it let's just blow the lid open and make it an entertainment thing overall but um no it was it was a lot of there's a lot of points that came across um first and foremost i hate saying this about people i don't know but fucking Stossel is a piece of shit. He's a little bitch. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I just like, do not like. Him. Look, I understand being an, an investigative, um, like journalist, reporter, whatever. That's fine. You're doing your job. That's great. And you like, um, he dealt with like a lot of Fortune 500 companies, like doing fucked up shit and blowing stuff open. Like, and I get it. That's there's a lot of good work in there that he did. But to turn it to the sports industry where people for the most part understand that it is fake, but we all, even back then there were some people, like you said, that were a fool that thought it was real. Some other people knew that it was fake. Like it was predetermined. There was a lot of things, not fake, but like predetermined or whatever. My problem is that my problem is his problem. Yeah. That's, that's my problem. His problem. Well, yeah, his, but to say it like directly, he had a problem with the fact that he was a former high school wrestler and he was mad at the fact that there's a difference between pro wrestling and amateur wrestling. Amateur that's what wrestling, he was, yeah. that's what he was really mad at. And I get it. Those terms should be flipped when amateur wrestling is actually in fucking Agreed. Olympics and professional wrestling is not. So I understand his problem, but the fact that you're so butthurt behind this. That that's what ridiculous. instigated and motivated you to actually go forward with an investigation and an expose on fucking ABC's 2020. Like, that that was a little extra. That, that to me, is some Vince shit, like some Vince Russo shit, where yeah, you want to see motherfucker get knocked out, and that's why you had a brawl for all, and it happened, but it cost a lot of people their careers. In this term, it cost one person their career, in terms of David Schultz, unfortunately, but um, 
I and Eddie Man- and Eddie Mansfield. Eddie Mansfield is he his own that- fault. He's a bitch for that too. I don't care. He nobody told him to do what he did. I, I understand the basic reasonings behind it, you know, 401k, health insurance, yeah. and this and that. Like pretty much what everybody's still saying now to this day. Like they yeah. need health insurance, they need 401k. They still don't have that. But like it's just the way he went about it and the way he tried to cover it up, like, oh, you know, he said it himself earlier in the in the in the show, in the beginning. He was like, he was like, watch, fuck with me, and I'm gonna expose everything. Which for me. You knew what you were doing. It wasn't for the wrestlers. It was for revenge. Was, you're being an asshole, and then like it was just it, it was just fucked up, and that's I why just, I just don't think, think it was executed right. I think it was for the wrestlers. I just don't think he executed it correctly. I was I was gonna say that if his approach was different, like he could have been more adamant when he was talking to Stossel about how um, he wanted wrestlers to get 401ks benefits, all that type of stuff. But the fact that he exposed like what goes on in the ring itself, like, that's kind of fucked up. Because now, like, you're just exposing everyone's livelihood. Yeah. And you're just making them look like they ain't shit, you know? Yeah, so what I think he should have done is, like, he went after the business instead of actually going after the promoter when he wanted to actually go after the promoter. Agreed. He just Agreed. didn't know how to do it because I, I don't want to say he was too... Young at the moment, but maybe, but mentally, I say he was too naive at the moment to understand what the fuck he was actually doing. Yeah, because at the same time, what you have to realize is like you go to ABC Seven and tell them like, "Yo, let's do this." I'm, I want people to get this through their heads. Like, you know, these we need four hundred one ks, we need like benefits and this and that, which you're all well within your right to want working for a company and being signed to them, whatever. But the problem is, like you said, him being naive and thinking that that's all it was going to be about. When you have one asshole that wants to expose the industry just because he feels that they're lying to people and bullshitting the people, people buying tickets, they know what they're going for, first of all. They yeah. know, one, it's, it's a show. And two, it could be fucking, it, it could be fake. Sorry. Like back in the day, it could be pretend. And guess what? A novella is pretend just because it was being billed as sports doesn't mean anything like you go like it, it's tantamount to watching fucking the wizard of oz and going to see it in broadway you know how it ends but you want to see it in broadway you want to yeah. see the entertainment so like exactly. the thing was like you know you that paired, they're not trying to kill each other but you know you're gonna see some blood exactly you paired an investigative reporter who was being an asshole about it with somebody that his agenda wasn't fully formed and trying to talk about it which kind of just led to the whole David Schultz thing, which, unfortunately, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm glad he got slapped twice. I am. I'm, I'm, like, mad. I'm just frankly, mad it was only no. twice. He fucking deserved it. Yeah, agree. I didn't hear what he said. What you said, E? It was wild disrespectful. Yeah, and, I, and the thing that I don't get is he, the shit is on film, the question he asked. He asked verbatim I think you know he didn't even ask. He said, "I think it's fake." Yeah, that warrants a fucking slap when it comes down to my career, my livelihood, and how I make money. Absolutely. Every time you talk to him, he changes how he acts. That how he states something. He always changes it. Even in the documentary, even in the episode, he changes it. He he says that he says, "What do you say to the people who think it's fake?" You didn't say that. No, that's not what he said and at all. Also, he said, I think and, wrestling's fake. And also, can we make this clear? Like, yes, we're a little biased because we're all wrestling fans. Yeah. But even if you're not a wrestling fan, like, what he did was just fucked up. Because at the end of the day, he's, yeah, he's just disrespect, disrespecting and shitting on people's careers, like, in their livelihood. I don't think I'm, I'm that's that like, biased, that's like, though. That's like going to the biased. NFL, right? And going up to the kicker and be like, why weren't you the quarterback? <laughs> It, it's ta- no, it's tantamount to that because you're just yeah, pretty much yeah. calling him out, being like, "Oh, you know, you, you can only I, do I, that." I, I can kick the ball too, pretty much. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I can kick the, I can kick the shit out of a fucking ball. I can't kick yeah. it like a fucking NFL field goal. I can't yeah. control the field position. Yeah, like exactly. they they do what they do because they're fucking good at it. But the thing is, like, I'm not gonna go up to somebody and be like, "Hey." your shit is fake or hey you're not as good as what you think or i'm not gonna test your livelihood and that's yeah. exactly what he did I and mean, 
I mean, I say that on the podcast all the time, but I just wouldn't say that face to face. No, yeah. certain, certain, <laughs> people, certain people. Obviously. But <laughs> know your limits, at least. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, you could think shit, you could say shit, but like, when it comes to certain people, like he even said, he was like, oh, when I met with him, when I was interviewing him, he was like, I was kind of afraid of him because, you know, he had, he's this hulking figure. He has this, this demeanor. And like Vince told him, like, yo, go act, go, don't break Kate Faith. Be you, yeah. be the character, be Dr. D, and, like, you know, go do the interview as Dr. D. And Dr. D will slap a motherfucker. And Dr. D slapped a motherfucker. And, and then the he made the mistake of getting that, back up. The funny <laughs> thing about slapped. that is he was told twice. Yeah. He was told twice. Eddie Mansfield told him as well. Yeah. Pretty much don't fuck with Dr. Yeah, don't interview him. <laughs> don't fuck with him. Yeah. Watch how you talk to him because he will. And it happened. So it, it's like, as the reporter, you want to get the story. You want to get 100% of everything. You don't, like, you, you'd rather be in the fucking fire rather than watching watching the building burn if you're going to get out. But at the same time, not when, not when you know it's going to cause bodily harm and you might not. But at the same time, it's, he got, he, like, all of this was basically for not just his, not just for journalism, but it was also for that 250k that he got. 280, I wrote it. 280, yeah. The way I felt like he approached it, he approached it like a high school kid who's getting bullied, and like now you know he's made it in life. He wants to like antagonize those who used to pick on him and whatnot. Yeah, definitely true. So what do you think about the whole um, the whole thing that him and Hogan were best friends and shit, and then like Hogan turned his back on him seemingly after this whole incident and whatnot, and um, like he was technically like the number one heel in the fucking business yeah. at the point, and from him to go from number one heel to just like pretty much being blackballed out of the industry after a while, like that's a big fucking deal, like. He was big shit back then. He was rivals with Hogan, and like, what do you think about that? Like, I, I I just wish he didn't get blackballed, but at the same time, I'm happy with with his end story that he has. But, yeah, absolutely. But as far as the character, I'm I'm kind of mad that he got blackballed because, like, we need that. Like, we need that version of the of the wrestler. We have the biggest baby face in in wrestling history which is Hulk Hogan but we we don't have we don't really have a really like we don't have a true opposing figure to him you don't have the biggest heel ever like, exactly much, yeah. we, exactly we don't have that and he was that and I'm not that much of a Hogan fan I respect him and and I like what he's done Thanks. but he's not he's like the to me Flair is a tweener, but he's the closest thing to the opposing figure of of Hogan. Yeah, only because yeah, just, he's like he, only because he's like it's, it's not that he's the bad guy. He's just the guy that everybody wants to be. Yeah, realistically, I like I like Cornette's explanation um, towards the end where he was like, you know, as the, the WWE got more Disney. like Disney. Yeah, cartoonish, yeah. Which we always say, cartoonish and away. And who knows, he probably would have gone to WCW, had some feuds with Cactus Jack, Vader, Sting, Luger. That he probably could have, you know, built himself up from there. That would have been amazing. That would have been dope, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, E? Like, how you feel as far as um, Hogan being the, being the biggest and just... Where we where we are now with David Schultz as far as I mean, his character, David Schultz, it's like the biggest missed opportunity ever. Yeah, the amount of money that could have made it made. Like think about it, he was supposed to be the Stone Cold to you know Hogan's Rock, the Orton to Hogan Cena, you know. And that's and, great. And, capacity, and, basically, actually. and basically, they they swapped him out for Roddy Piper, because I feel like that should have been the the right pairing, Doctor D and Bob Orton, or Doctor D and, and Roddy Piper versus Hogan and T. But you know, 
you know, things happen the way they had to happen. Can't be you mad. Know, you know, we still got the product we got today. Yeah. You know, we had 30, 36 WrestleManias. Huh? Some mob tie shit going down, yeah. man. <laughs> it, 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 it is. And it's crazy, like, how Vince had basically, I might be getting ahead of myself, but how Vince basically tried having him sign a paper to, to take the fall. Like that was a yeah. That's that that's what happened. Shit though. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to take this L real quick, like you know, right? Like yeah, take this L. Favor, take the L. You know, just just say you did it. You know, <laughs> like nah, you just, told me to do that. Homie. And you know what? Like I don't I don't blame David Schultz for that shit because like the thing is. He's you were smart. told this is this is like what happened. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's like what happens with me at work. Like, I'm sorry. People tell me, "Oh, can you do this, this, and this for me?" Send the email. And they're like, "Oh, but it has to get done now." You have a phone. Send the email. I need it in writing. Oh, how come? I'm like, because that's against policy. And if it's against policy and you're asking me to do it, I need an email so I can backtrack it to you and be like, "Oh, hey, why was this done, Alex?" And then there's an email from my manager saying to get this done. So I don't blame Dave Schultz for being like, yo, I, you told me to do this shit. Like, had he been smarter? Like, and I mean, you, you're in the moment and you're not really thinking about it, but like, if you get told by your boss, yo, go be kayfabe. Go like, don't break kayfabe, go out there and but do what you gotta do. at the same time, like, it's still difficult when the whole lifestyle of professional wrestling is staying in character, keeping Stay in your lane. Yeah, exactly. So I don't, I don't blame Dave Schultz for any of that shit, honestly speaking. And he was smart to not, you know, to not take the blame for that because, like, he was yeah, even the smarter. <laughs> he was even smarter to actually go and speak to uh, a lawyer, to Stossel's lawyer, <laughs> yeah, personally before uh, WWE and Vince got that lawsuit. So, kudos to him because people wouldn't do that. People would try to be so loyal to WWE and and then end up hating Vince and WWE later on. So just kudos to him for that. Like he was looking out for numero uno. Like sometimes that shit just doesn't happen and sometimes you just think, "Oh, what like like to backtrack to um to Snooker's uh episode like he just said he just signed anything and said because Vince won't pay me if I don't if I don't sign it. Speaking of that, right? How crazy is it that Hogan goes on Belza, basically drops the dude? That was me for that one. For somebody yeah. to bring that up. Like, that was amazing. What? Yeah, that was a crazy triangle choke. He just put him in a sleeper triangle and lifted him up. You see his his arm just go. Yeah, was... I've been in that hold. Like when I was doing my time shit, like I've been in that hold mm-hmm. and dude. You fade fucking fast, especially if they either pull it up or push down and back with the pressure on your neck. And I didn't get knocked out. I did. It's it's practically a guillotine almost. I didn't get knocked out, but like to the point where everything just started going black, and I tapped mad quick, and they let it go. But homeboy just dropped him like a sack of fucking russets, sack of potatoes on the floor, falls back and hits his head. I'm like, busted shit open too. I'm like, you could have. Legend, okay. that's that's a brain injury potentially. Yeah. Dude yeah. just got slapped after asking sits this back down. question. He sits back down and defends that shit too. Yeah, he was like, oh, no, you know. But no, but the defense was bullshit. That defense was bullshit. He said, oh, well, as a wrestler, um, when somebody asks me how to do something and I show him and they're just steady laughing in my face, dude, like it's a fucking show. And you're giving a demonstration of a move. Yeah, like you know what you signed up to to do. Like this is a show, it's an audience. Like you're you're a fucking baby face. If this was if this was any other show, if it was a wrestling show, it's understandable. If it was a wrestler, it would be understandable. But it's someone that knows nothing that hosts a show. And like even Jim Cornette said, like, it had to be a settlement. Yeah, there definitely was a settlement in the background. Because choked him out fucking like on live TV, practically. Practically. I mean, not live TV, but you know, like they didn't get. It's kind of like Saturday Night Live or whatever, but like, fuck it. The fucked up thing is, like, you felt you felt him yeah. go limp, number one. You felt him go limp. You and saw his, his shoulders just... And then you just let him go. <laughs> just let him go. Okay, like, okay, no. He was a little mad about it. He was a little salty. He was salty. 
Hulk, he was, he, of okay. course he was. Yeah. Of Hulk course was he was salty. salty. Yeah. So That's like, why he dropped him like that. Yeah. But the other thing is, like, it's fucked up that... I mean, just like Jim Cornette said, he could have fucking shot him on TV and not gotten in trouble with Vince. He still would have been the main fucking attraction, regardless. <clears throat> but because... Because... Not even that. Not even that. It's because if you're the main fucking baby face, or one of the main baby faces... But if you have the top fucking heel, that's probably been the best heel in the history of the game. You don't want to be seen as being defending the heel. You want to be seen as defending the fucking babyface. The Im- even though the fucking top babyface and the top heel basically go hand in hand. So yeah, because it's easy to make another heel. All you got to get is another asshole who knows how to wrestle, who does not like people. Quote um oh not quote unquote, but hence look at um look at Brock. He's the easiest fucking heel to have. He doesn't like anyone. He doesn't fake it at all. <laughs> and he's an asshole. Even, like, what was it? Uh, I think WrestleMania 34. He threw the fucking belt at Vince. Like, come on. Vince is an asshole. Like, <laughs> and that was it. Like, there's nothing else he can do. You know what I find amazing? This was beneficial to them becoming an entertainment um business they were able to stray away from the sports business and become an entertainment business yeah because like he talked about like how Vince decided to open up the business and call it sports entertainment instead of sports so that way all the sporting licenses didn't really apply to them anymore so they would pretty much be able to go to any arena and the tax deductible like pretty much the gate like six percent of the gate would go to the to the state pretty much wherever they're operating in which made it, it, which made it easy. It doesn't, you said. <laughs> is that what? Is that what? Is... No, that's the deal that they struck pretty much. Oh, I thought that because I... for you to operate as a sports entity, you have to apply for a sporting license. Like that's why um, David Schultz got fucking pretty much uh, suspended by the NYAC um, by the Athletic Commission because of. No, what I, I know that, court. but I thought the deal was basically to negate that so that they wouldn't have to. Because, like, looking at boxing, boxing, yeah. like, the comparison from, from, from boxing that we used to have, because it's an actual physical, physical fight versus it being Broadway, like, that's what, that's what I thought was the, the reason to negate the fact that they have to pay for... I mean, I might have heard it wrong. Time. I, I, I don't know. know. I could be saying it the opposite way. Okay. Yeah. The way I said it, pretty much like that, oh, they paid. I, the I think the way Cooler might have been saying it. I think they were trying to get rid of the five percent. Or the that's 6%. probably what it was then. Yeah, that's probably that's what, what it was. was. Yeah, yeah, because boxing has to pay, but like even though like if they took a, a Broadway show on the road, like they did with the Tupac, yeah, show, yeah, like, you're right. A couple of years ago, they didn't have to do that. Yeah, because it's entertainment technically. Yeah, um, but I mean, it was smart. So wait, so wait, fucked up at the same time. So wait, what? uh Dana White still has to pay that fee, doesn't he? It's a sporting fee. Yeah. It's a sporting license. That's yeah, why. so that yeah, that was the it's whole not point. Sports entertainment, yeah. Um so yeah, like I, I think I mean what Vince did, I mean, I get why Vince did what he did to open it up and make it more business friendly and like family friendly and all that shit cartooning. Like where we are at now, pretty much. But yeah. like him pretty much contradicting the whole kayfabe stuff that like, what he pretty much explicitly told him to do fuck with the reporter be yourself don't break character to protect the business and then like a couple of years later he was like well no you know we're just entertainment it's all fucking fake you know what's so funny about that because as you guys know i'm the twitter guy um it's it's like such a blurred fucking line today on twitter like like it's getting hard to decipher a little bit more and more now i've been noticing that yes like some people are just oh i'm I'm a I'm a quote unquote superstar, whether it's a WWE superstar or a superstar in general, because I have because I do movies, I do this, I do that, and I'm in the ring. And some people like Randy Orton is just asshole all day <laughs> because that's one, that's because that's who he is. And and at the same time, it's like it, it he's that's his character, but that's it's a little bit of both. His character is to be himself, I guess. So it's like, like you said, it's hard to decipher because some people are just always 
on. Maybe it's because that's who they are. And sometimes it's just like, is that who they are? Because as a superstar, they're like kind of closed off. Like Stone Cold is, if it wasn't for him being in movies and having a podcast, we would not really know too much about his personality. True. You're right. So it's, it's really kind of hard when it comes down to, fate, to kayfabe. No, 100%. Um, I, I agree because it sometimes what might be a work, something might be a work now on Twitter that we might, might not know about. People might think it's real and yeah, it might not be. Or we might think it's a fucking work and then, no, they're actually beefing and shit. So, like... Yes, Ronda and, and female wrestlers. We have no idea whether it's a work or not, but it's, it's something. Nah, it's I don't think it's a work. I don't it, think it's a work. It's back and forth. Ronda's, Ronda's a bitch. <laughs> I didn't no. say it. I didn't Ronda's say it. If you if you would have followed Ronda's career in the UFC, no, she was kind of a jerk there. Yeah, she, she's a she real was jerk. like that. She know? was like that, and <laughs> it's just the perfect yeah. wrestling character. She's yeah. a natural heel in general. Like I said, yeah, I'll say. And I think that. honestly, right. I think that's yeah. why they fucked up with her. That's what how she should have been the whole time when they tried yeah. to make her good, and then towards the end when she started just fucking people up indiscriminately. I was like, okay, that's what I was expecting the whole time. But like either way, that's neither here nor there. Like yeah. the way they're they're making Baszler is basically what what Rousey is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But be, I guess because there's so much attention to her, and she does have a good smile. I guess you know. Yeah. And you know, she good smile. Just, when she does smile, she she looks like she's a Powerpuff Girl and shit. You know. I'm hot. Now I'm hot. I had too much. Oh god. Cut. <laughs> right. Back back to where we were originally oh, talking no. about. Not about fucking this, not about anything else. Um oh, wait, wait, I have one I have about one heels and what? 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 <laughs> no, it's pertaining to the episode. Okay. How do we really feel about Eddie Mansfield, the former baseball player, being injured and being injured and not being able to play baseball and going into wrestling being quote unquote self-taught? There's plenty of guys like that. As long as they learn and they get through the shit and they actually work properly, then as long as they're not injuring anybody else, yeah, I have no problem with it. As long as you know that's the main priority too, like yeah, not just them being safe, but make sure their opponent is safe. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have I have no problem with that. Like there are people that aren't taught how to play the piano; they just start learning how to fucking do certain things, and like you know, you could just pick certain things up. Just like Rhonda, she had never wrestled before. Just to bring that back up, but like she went she back into rest. Okay, I'm talking about like Amateur, we, professional, yeah, professional, professional wrestling. Um, but no, yeah, like it's some people can take to it. Like it, it is what it is. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, was he blackballed? I think he was, honestly. Rightfully I mean, so. They, they, no, not rightfully so, because that's some Vince so. shit. That's not rightfully so. Wait, who do you mean, Masfield or? Oh, yeah. yeah, fuck Mansfield. Sorry. I thought you were talking about Schultz. Oh, no, no, I was talking about no, no, no. Mansfield was rightfully blackballed because of what he did. He had no reason to do what he did just because he had a little fucking temper tantrum. I understand where he's coming from. I do fully, 100%. Okay. We've all said, like, hey, these guys should have health, health insurance. These guys should have fucking 401ks to be set for when they retire. But the problem is, he just went about it wrong. He went about it in a slightly revenge route and got caught up in the fucking some other assholes, like, um, so, to like so what he was trying to do, like, like we said, he, I said he was being naive about the way he went about it. But I think what he was really trying to do was really trying to go the John Oliver route. Who? John mm-hmm. Oliver. Uh, on um, John I, Oliver. He had that episode on. Uh, <laughs> that's two different fucking. What, what I'm saying is that's thing. what he. That's. What I'm saying is that's the route that he was trying to go where he was, where John Oliver yeah, spoke but about. he failed hard. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying what he Because he didn't get his way. Yeah, definitely true. But I, what I was just saying was that's the route that he was trying to go that just did not pan out at all. Because but that's he, also what he's saying that he was trying to do. But of course, like anybody else, when they look at it, they're like, fucking bullshit. Like they, yeah. they, they call bullshit immediately. They're like, mm-mm. I don't yeah, think so. It's definitely no. bullshit because right. you didn't have to bring him in the ring. All you had to do was just was talk speak- to him about it outside. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Just That's speak it. your piece. All right. Well, off of man's foot. I don't have nothing else to say about him. Um, how cool is it though that he 
became that David Schultz became a fucking bounty hunter afterwards. Like, Amazing. Like, I was, when I saw that shit, I was like, and he did become one of the best bounty hunters, period, out there um, for when he was a bounty hunter. Which, he was able to travel the world. Yep. I and heard like, nothing just now. He as said that, as, he was, that he was able to travel the world. I really didn't hear. I didn't hear. He. I said he was the best nationally. Oh, uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He was the best nationally. Like, that story that he had with um saving the two girls that were kidnapped for like three years is fucking oh my crazy. God. Like yeah. track them all the way to Puerto Rico. Like that's that's some that is some movie shit. That's some taken that's, shit. Literally yeah. taken. And he went and two at once. Shit. Exactly. Because nobody watched three. But um <laughs> no one. Those are three. The thing is like that's exactly point exactly. Yeah. Point exactly. Um but like no, that's it's fucking insane that like that shit happened, became a very successful bounty hunter, like, known nationally, known internationally, because a lot of those clips were from Japan, like, they had, like, Japanese writing on the sides and everything, so, like, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty fucking incredible, and now, like, he seems to be at peace, like, towards the end of the episode, you saw him, he seemed to be at peace with, like, he's like, yeah, shit went down the way it did, he just told his side of the story, he's like, if people don't like me, fuck them, I don't care, that's, that's their problem, not mine. He's like, I'm just driving my, I'm just driving this um, cotton from the gin to the warehouse, calling a day. He was like, and that's what I'm gonna do for the next three months, and I'm gonna okay. chill. Okay, so since <laughs> since you said the thing about the cotton gin, right? Uh, last last thing I want to bring up, last thing in general in, in everdom that I want to bring up about Eddie Mansfield. What do you What do you guys think about his quote of Lincoln freed the slaves, but forgot <laughs> the wrestlers? Yeah, I, I didn't get. So when I saw that and when he said that while I was typing, I was just like typing notes. I was like, <laughs> you, you know, that scene in Billy Madison where like at the end, they're having the ethics thing and he goes on his yes. long diatribe about the dog and the puppy, whatever. And then the guy much. looks at him and he's like, everybody is now dumber because of that. That's pretty much the equivalent <laughs> of what he said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how it made me feel. I was like, what the fuck did he just say? I'm like, how do you go from no? <laughs> like no I think that's what was on Twitter. That's what was on Twitter. Somebody I, I think it was you that retweeted it, but he was just like that he tried to sound smart, but like just ended up sounding stupid as fuck. Like I said that. Yeah, exactly. So like <laughs> I, I was just I'm like I was like, that's the dumbest shit. Yeah, he so, tried to say some real profound shit and just said shit. Yeah, just I don't even think he said shit. I just oh look at the teddy bears. I just think he <laughs> he the teddy just bear like, I, I don't. I had to rewind. Like yeah, I just luckily for me, I couldn't rewind it because I was watching it on Sling. So I was just like I was just replaying the whole episode. I was like good. I didn't want to hear it again because I might have gotten fucking dumber off of that one. Um, yeah, that was that was the greatest dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, like no I was utterly confused. I was yeah. utterly confused at what I just heard. I was like... And what? that just proves the fact that even if he had the chance to do what he did then again, he would do it again and still not know what was wrong. Yeah. He would still not know what the fuck was wrong with what he did. Agreed. Agreed. Where does motherfucker go? He wants to pee again? I don't... Yeah. I don't he was drinking a lot of water. He was drinking a lot of water, so he probably wants to go pee or some shit. You know what uh, I find? Oh, basically, all the wrestling promotions after Vince became um, like sports entertainment. Like they kind of followed suit. I mean, at that point, they, they would. To. They had it's to. Harder. Like, they had to because they were going to be paying out of pocket for the sports <laughs> stuff. Um, and it was just easier. There were pretty practically no restrictions, like you said. Like if you're taking a Broadway show from New York to Chicago for a couple of weeks, like you could literally do that without. All you have to do is just work work it out with the venue. That's pretty much it. So what the fuck is so funny? <laughs> Look at your text. <laughs> you fall in the toilet. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. But oh, yeah, God, like that's that's really that's that's really true. Like they have to be there. Like no matter no matter how much you dislike what some of the things that Vince does, some of the things that he does is actually better for not just his company, but it's other 
other companies' due diligence to follow uh, and to follow suit. Like, no one wants to pay that that um fucking. No one wants to pay that much of the of the gate. Yeah. For for just being in the city, like for all that, you might as well just do it like UFC and be there every three every three months and have a show, or every two months have a show. Nobody wants to do that. Fuck it. Call it sports entertainment, and you're there for free. You you whether you sell out or you don't sell out, it's a hundred percent profit. Yeah, agreed. So he he was really smart in that aspect. So. Like, I was thinking while I was, like, watching it, I was like, so is AEW sports entertainment or not? Like, they're not going to... They might not say that they're not sports entertainment, but they might... They are, 100%. I, I don't care what anybody says. New Japan, NWA, ROH, Impact, everything yeah, just falls under sports entertainment, period. Yeah, okay. It's sports entertainment with just sports heavy. No, it's just... Sports entertainment. No, no, I'm not. No, what I'm saying is that's their that's their way to describe what they're doing. The company is sports entertainment, but they but WWE is more entertainment versus this other company is. Uh, I don't think you can really make that distinction because honestly speaking, like the thing is, if they wanted to just be entertainment, they would have just branded themselves as an entertainment company. Period. First and foremost. Secondly, the reason why they put the sports entertainment aspect in there is for the people to like understand, like, yeah, we have athletes that can perform that do certain things, yeah. but we're trying to entertain you at the same time. Just like you would when you go watch a football game or a basketball game, you're being entertained while you're watching the sports. Yeah. Oh, no, of course. It counts as sports entertainment, but the reason they just threw the sports in there is because they have athletes in their entertainment. So it's like, Honestly speaking, something like Cirque du Soleil could literally put the same fucking branding on their thing. They are technically sports entertainment because they have athletes that do crazy shit, flips and all the stuff like that. You wouldn't see regularly people that are like on 42nd Street doing the fucking shows in the streets. Those are sports entertainers because they're dancers. But guess what? They're still athletes. Yeah. You tell me anybody that could dance as well as somebody on the D train going from 59th to 125th on the fucking thing without falling over. Tell me they're not sports entertainers. Oh, no, and, and that's not the argument. The argument is not saying yeah, that right. they are or aren't. You're 100% right with that. Yeah. But what I was saying was not the argument of whether it is or isn't. It's more of the percentage of is or isn't one of the other. Because everyone gripes about WWE is, oh, it's, 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 it's more hokey than it is athletic. Nope. Well, not more than it is athletic, but it's more, it's less wrestling than it is entertaining. Any, so anybody that says anybody that says that AEW is better because it's actual sports entertainment compared to WWE or whatever, or New Japan is better because it's actual sports entertainment, blah blah blah, whatever. Like that's a baseless fucking thing to say because of the fact that. They all technically kind of do the same thing regardless. Whether you have one more or two more matches on your show than the other promotion does not discount, does not discredit you for being a sports entertainer and downgrade you to being a, just an entertainer. The only reason why we see WWE the way we see them now as like more entertainment sort of is because they've been doing this shit for so long that this is the only thing we've had to watch. When AEW comes to the forefront as a new company they're trying to put a more of a wrestling focus and only entertainment focus and that's all it is that's all the distinction is if people want to say otherwise you're welcome to do so but the fact of the matter is they're both sports entertainment at the end of the day well yeah no of course agree to disagree but at the same time we're still agreeing on everything it's just like like all i was saying was just the percentage of it of amount of it one is more sports than the other is Entertainment, pretty much. That's all I was saying. Um, do you understand that? No, I get it, but it's just that's just based on how many promos you have cutting that week. It's, no, it's, no. Well, it's a, it's case by case, really. But yeah, yeah. But it's it's really case by case because New Japan is more is it's more sport. It's more sports when it's more combat. That's all it is. But. This just, this I get what you're saying. Yeah, 100%. this just reminds me why I, I picked you to have the show with because fucking arguing points. <laughs> the same point. 
and, and neither one of us are backing down. Like, and cut you, bitch. I just want to try to emphasize on the athletic part before this heated discussion came about, and how like, no. and how like they traveled a year, like what they travel for like three hundred days a year or something like that. They're on the road. Yeah, about that. And on top of that, they have to be in the gym consistently. They have to be in some type of shape. Yeah. Whether you're the big powerhouse or you're the technician, the high flyer, you have to be in some type of sh- good shape. Definitely true. Definitely true. Because it's it's really uh, something that you just can't take. There's no time to take off. Because as an athlete, shit, you know if you don't work out for five days, you don't even feel the same anymore. Bro, let me tell you what happened. <laughs> oh, he's back. Welcome so back. I went, I, welcome back. Welcome back. So I went for a I went for a walk the other day. I um I ordered Salvadorian food. I had to go to the bank. I was like, I right, bet. Let me go to Fordham. Let me go the other mile to fucking to go pick oh, up the thing. Oh, you're in the Bronx, Bronx. Exactly. And I was just like, ah, right, and then I walked the rest back. I've walked that length before, plenty of times. Four point six miles, not a big fucking deal, fam. It was a big fucking deal because the thing was we've been shut in. I didn't think about it. I was like, I've done this shit before. The next day, my foot was fucked up because I had twisted it on the fucking sidewalk. I hit a crack. My foot is tweaked. And then on top of that, like the back of my knees were hurting. My fucking hips were hurting. I was like, what the fuck is going on? What do we call about the cement and and, and the potholes? Bro, so like, I, I... I don't know. I, this one I would call it Ghostbusters, but still, like the thing is, like what um, Tyvin was saying, it's it's a point. Like, and what you were saying, yeah. Like, if you haven't worked out in five days, if you worked out for a whole month straight, and you know how it feels, you haven't worked out in five fucking days, you, you want to quit. You, that's you a know, setback. Yeah, like, that's, like, that's like a setback. Yeah. And I'm and I got nationals to look forward. So how do you think I feel? I know you're gonna have to. I mean. Hopefully that y'all yeah, still have it. Like I hope to God y'all yeah, still have it. But like, yeah, you're so, gonna have to put in a lot of fucking work for that shit. It's still gonna happen for now, but now it's available for everybody. So that's the fucked up part. Not mm-hmm. fucked up as in like they don't deserve to be there, but just fucked up. It's gonna be so much. It's people. open. Gotcha. Yeah, like the open so it's, like, it's like the Royal Rumble now. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, Royal Rumble, I do want to talk about the Big Four. Uh, Mr. Big T five. at WrestleMania. Big five. Now yeah, it's a big it's, five. It definitely is a big five. Yep. Yeah, it, it, it matters. It, so, it um, matters. Yeah. Mr. T at WrestleMania. Um, it's not even really Mr. T. It's really Hogan and how how, <laughs> how Dave actually like got kicked out of being like he got he got fired at WrestleMania. He ended up just going to sit in the crowd, and he got escorted out with two shotguns to the head. So there were two different different stories, one that we heard directly from what happened from Schultz, and the other one that you heard from a um, 2019 podcast, which I'm pretty sure was bullshit, um, that Hogan said that he um, slapped Mr. T in the face out of nowhere. And But the funny thing is that same night, they have a picture of them two, like, hanging out and laughing in the back, Mr. T and Schultz, like, just chilling in the back laughing. There's, like, a legit <laughs> picture about it. So it's like... Oh. I don't so think that's what Mr. I'm saying. T, like, Mr. T's not letting that shit slide. What do you mean? Mr. T was a badass back then. Yeah, exactly. Mr. T is not letting that slide. So it's going to be a real fucking fight, no matter where you're at. Especially if you're in the... That shit slide. And being practice is the man back in the 80s. Yeah. He's not letting that slide. So I do not believe Hogan. Hogan. No, yeah. Hogan, Hogan, Hogan's, Hogan's, Hogan's a racist. I don't care. He's, he's 2019 and he's still trying exactly. to get over. Come on. Exactly. Son. I mean, it's K-Fabe. because Vince keeps trying to get him over. K Tape doesn't die, but it does die. Yeah. His shit died along. His shit died when he was known to be a racist. That's just me. But um, I mean, is there anything else? I, I, we went pretty much over everything I had in the notes anyways already. So I think um who wants to get interviewed by um, Stossel so we could just slap the shit out of him? <laughs> you think writing is real? <laughs> <laughs> you think journalism's real? Right? Um, 
I had a question that I had wrote down. I don't know where it's at. Uh, does the business protect those that protect it? No, absolutely not. This episode, case in point. Nope. That's what the whole episode was practically about. Nope. Anyway, so, yeah. It's like, it's like the security guard that goes and tackles the thief. The thief gets hurt and sues the company because the security guard is just supposed to stand there. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's literally what it is. Don't so. chase me outside your store, you little bitch. <laughs> like, it's barely nothing you can do. But, <laughs> like, like I've seen where a security guard runs after him, catches the guy, gets the stuff back from getting stolen. And, and they get fired. And they get fired for doing what is essentially happened, their job. It happened to some lady security in Hawaii at a Best Buy. She, yo, this lady should play offensive tackle for the fucking Giants, bro. She literally, like, you know, stopped the dude from running out and, like, even body slammed him and, and shit. And she got fired. Dana White found the video on the internet. It came across his timeline or whatever. She hired her? He hired her as his security. Bet. That's even what... better. Even better. Fuck you, Best Buy. She's never going to buy that's anything a good, from Best Buy. That's a good ending for her. I can't even ending, but that's, a, that's, that's dope. Yeah. She was she was there. Um, she was the one standing in the middle between um Cowboy and, and McGregor at the weigh-in. Dope. That's dope okay. as shit. Uh, one last question. Um, in Dana, what happened? Dana, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. You gotta body slam somebody. I'm a Z motherfucker. That's all you gotta do. Just run through a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, we can set this shit up too, yo. I'll take a band from Dolan for life to help you out. <laughs> That's a good friend right there. Yeah. Um, I'll yell at Dolan, tell him sell the team, and you can body slam me down from like the fucking mezzanine or some shit like that. <laughs> On the power slam. <laughs> um, right, final what, question. What's up? WWEF, whatever you want to call it, has always has has they always always have shitty doctors. I wouldn't say shitty doctors, but that was just a doctor Body trying to get it out of the just like yo, you're okay. Stop being a bitch about it. And which is, was he pretty much confirmed he was himself. Fine. Yeah, he, was fine. he confirmed himself. He, he, was still he said the pain went away as soon as he got the money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So full of shit, man. So that's why the doctor was like. I mean, I could, I could understand what anybody else like. Yes, they've always had shitty doctors. Period. First and foremost, that's without a doubt. Um, because Vince is gonna pay the doctor to tell them to whatever. It's gonna be Vince shit, obviously. But yeah, like the doctor was just like, "Motherfucker, you fine. Stop." I wonder why Leonard had the same doctors. Who? Because he definitely did get slapped in the ear that second time. Yeah. That but, second time he got slapped in the ear. But you know what? He deserved it too. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. So things we took away from this, John Stossel deserved the shit out of getting slapped twice. Well, one, he should have never gotten up. <laughs> yeah, yo. One, he should have never <laughs> asked a question. Two, he should have never gotten up after the I'm first. I'm getting time. up. I'm sorry. I'm getting up. Yo, but I'm he fell right back. Getting up to run away. Yeah. I would, I would, I would have crawled up or just been like, nah, nigga, stop, like, fuck out of here. You, the, but it's the greatest thing about it all is the other wrestlers in the back laughing. Yes, the great, I mean, like, I mean, it was yeah. just he was humiliated. That's what it was, and that's what his whole thing was about. That's the whole point of everything. Like yeah. Vince, Vince wanted him to be embarrassed and humiliated, and, and and he achieved his goal, and then he's fired the dude that did it. Which was the that that's the fuck up thing and that's yeah. some Vince shit. Yeah. Sorry, it's that's what it is. But um, Vincent, yeah, I, what happened? I was gonna say one more thing. Like I just kind of hope this this documentary, this episode, <laughs> particular kind of like makes people. I won't say stray away from WWE, but kind of look at it in a different light. Yo, in, this, in these, what in what terms? Like how do you mean? How shady Vince's. Just how shady, like, you know, the company company is and how it was built, basically. I think that's what this whole season is doing. If not this whole Actually, season. Actually, yeah. If I not, have a point. If not this whole season, both seasons, because... It seems to be a recurring theme. Yeah, it's Vince is shady, and Vince is going to look out for his baby faces, not his heels, and 
it really doesn't matter how he's going to do it. He's going to do it, whether it's covering up a murder or covering up or just settling someone being choked out on live TV or someone being slapped on on a, a, a ABC expose. Like he's gonna go, he's gonna make sure his, him and his business is fine. Yeah, and that's what he's gonna do at at all costs. Yeah, and that's the one reason why he's kind of my guy, kind of. I understand why he does what he does. Don't get me wrong. I'm it's, not saying that I don't understand. Limits. The limits. Yeah, there's there's certain times where you should maybe you know at least go the other way, not go the fence way. Yeah. It's always the question of morals when it comes to everything that Vince does, pretty much. Yep. Which, for the most part, has none. But, um, <laughs> man. <laughs> with that being said, he's a ruthless businessman. With that being said, that's yeah. the end of this episode. Thanks again, guys, for joining us. Um, this was a really good episode to talk about because it's obviously shit that we always talked about. Um, and uh, this just shined a new light on what happened with um, Dave Schultz and everything. Um, it's just crazy that he was still like the number two fucking guy like the whole time. And, like I had, not that I had really heard about him, but like it's just, you know, I, I didn't never gave know it, who I, he I was. didn't give it much thought. Yeah, like I've heard about it, but I didn't really like, go into it. I but, always yeah. seen that slap clip, but I never knew who was who, and yeah. I never knew why anything happened other than dude asking, dude saying, "I think this is fake," and getting the shit slapped out of him. And I always said it was. Good for him, and I say even more so. Good for him. Yeah. After this, yeah, you deserve them shits big yeah. time. Um, maybe more. even a third. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But um, but now, nah, yeah. Thanks again, guys, for joining us. Um, really appreciate it. Again, you, you follow us amazing. on Twitter at Pokes and Chokes. Myself at underscore Mister Alex twenty five underscore. The other guy just said, "You guys are amazing." At nu underscore kew la. We have Tev on Twitter at Anomalous Fringe and on Instagram at Anomalous underscore Enigma. And I finally made the little thing for you because you um, have World of Bando and you changed your Instagram too. So on Twitter, <laughs> he's at World of Bando and on Instagram is what was it? BK underscore Bando. Underscore 90. There's mad underscores in the Twitter one as well, too, though. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, there there are. There are. Um, You know, Facebook.com slash Pokes and Chokes. Instagram at Pokes Chokes Podcast. And uh, listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, um, Stitcher, and Transistor. Are you waving back He looked like he was waving, so (laughs) he was just like, bye. (laughs) But, yeah, um, thanks again for watching. Thanks, guys, for joining us. And we'll catch you guys next week. Little! Don't.